ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Salty Show, where we talk about everything from politics to pop culture and everything in between. I'm your host, Salty Salt. Now, also with us today is Timmy Two Times. What's up, Timmy? What's up, everybody? How you doing out there in Pittsburgh, PA, Salty Saul? How you doing? Amazing. I just took a, a trip to Cleveland. I might share some of that. <laughs> All right, but let's get down to it. On this episode, buckle up because the lineup is bound to get you feeling a little salty. First of all, we're going to talk about the dividing political arena that is uh, heating up. And if you saw anything of the campaigns this week, as far as the Republicans are concerned, it's getting interesting. Also, uh, if you thought cancel culture was losing steam, think again, the left's latest target, Neo. But here's a twist, and we still don't know. Did he backtrack or did he stand his ground on where he stood uh, as far as the issue of indoctrinating children? So we're going to analyze that video and talk about it. Finally, we're going to talk about the dating crisis is gripping the Western world. It's causing ripples of loneliness and sadness among women. Well, we'll be diving into the whys and hows and explore the changing dynamics of relationships and society. And uh, apparently men are fighting back. All right, folks, we're not here to sugarcoat any of that stuff. So get ready to embrace the salt. All that and more on this episode of The Salty Show. So let, let's get into this. It's the uh, we'll talk about first the tr Trump DeSantis, because I know this stuff has been, you know, if you follow politics, I know you do, Tim. Uh, you know, we were seeing a lot of these videos that that were, uh, you know, going around the I saw most of this on, on TikTok and and it's it was the Iowa State Fair and the large crowds that uh, Trump is driving. Now, let me ask you, Tim, this question, because, uh, you know, obviously I follow both, uh, you know, people from the conservative side who follow who are supporting either DeSantis or Trump. And right now they're each, you know, what I mean, they're uh they're getting intense in their criticism of the other candidates so let me ask you this question which i have an opinion on this but we'll see i want to see what you think now do you think that that crowd was predominantly there for trump so the thing about the iowa state fair is that no matter who's running for president it's always busy right like last year said record numbers and there was no presidential campaigns there or anything um but with that in mind i mean trump definitely he always draws his crowd right he's got his loyal supporters because Trump isn't a politician, he's a celebrity, right? So people want to be in the presence of a celebrity, right? People don't look at it, even though he was the president, Trump transcends presidency, not the, not the office, but because he's a, he's a world-renowned celebrity. He's always been a celebrity. He's been a celebrity since he was a, in the 80s building everything, because he was always on TV, his casinos, his, his Trump Air Force, you know, his Trump Airlines, right? So, you know, WWE, he was always part of that. He's always been in that, The Apprentice. So he transcends a lot. So people get that like starry yard, whether they like him or not as a politician, they always want to be. And he's always going to draw a bigger crowd than everybody. Right. Because he's not a politician. He, well, he's a politician, but he's he's a celebrity. Right. So what we all know about the United States, everybody loves celebrities, no matter what. They, they want to be in the presence of a celebrity, not a king, not a queen, a celebrity. That that is America. Right. So I, I, I mean, but he still draws. Right. I mean, people still love the guy. Uh, I, I, yeah, all the videos I saw, you know, his, his crowd is still there. I mean, I felt bad for DeSantis because the crowds started chanting, we want Trump when they saw the plane flying over, you know, 
because he <laughs> he made that entrance. It's like uh, everything with Trump is very timing. he times everything, right? Do you think so, he timed it to for? <laughs> Dude. I would, I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Trump, yeah. Trump, Trump is very calculated, right? Because he's got to take the spotlight off everybody. The closest thing to competition is DeSantis. That's why the only one he's really attacking is DeSantis. Yeah, he's going after Pence, but that he 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 dug in his own. I think great. that's personal. Let me ask you right. this. Okay, so so okay, uh, so you're saying Trump is a celebrity, therefore people are just going to be drawn because he's a celebrity. Uh, but uh, you you think that may, that may not translate to uh, the the actual voting? Do you think now based on the polls, right? Trump is in double digits. Uh, he's your nominee. Right, right. So, so then my question becomes, okay, uh, because, you know, I hear it from the uh, DeSantis camp that Trump should, uh, you know, leave and, and so that he can allow, you know, say a DeSantis type or a, or a Pence or any one of the other candidates who's, who's going to be running, allow them to, you know, because he is uh, unelectable, basically, is what they're saying. He's got too much drama, and therefore he should step down. Now, here's my response to this: We, you, you guys know damn well he's not going to step down. So what? Why the? Why the animosity? And, and I do see it, man. I'm telling you, I'm following some people who are like, you know, it's bad. Going, yeah, it's bad. it's very bad. It, it's actually, to be honest with you, before we get into some of those details, it's actually turned me off. I'm actually glad yeah. it's happening because I, I'm, I'm just, I'm so turned off from politics right now because it's i get you if you want to go after policy that's cool but the way people are treating each other now i'm like you're like no different than liberals you know what i mean they're calling jenna ellis fat and jiba the hud and you know Uh, i mean you can laugh but it's like if you're all supposed to be conservative yeah like you're you're doing some nasty tactics to each other i I just i'm not a big fan of it i mean to me that's a turn off and you're gonna lose obviously they 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 get that from trump trump is like that dude i mean you remember uh what's her name was so upset at him Mm -hmm. uh because he was talking about rosie o'donnell being you know that he called women fat and he's like no only rosie o'donnell so obviously trump um that that his candidacy opens it up to that type of those type of tactics I, I'm with you. I, I wish that the debates and the process was a little bit more dignified and, you know, respectable, but I, I think it's changing and, and, and it's unfortunate, but, uh, you know, this is the way that Trump won last time. And I think he's going to use the same type of uh, approach this time with, with DeSantis. And it's, it seems to be working, man, because, uh, as you saw, you know, people, his fans are, going up to him, uh, Trump's fans, and going, and let me play that video for for the crowd here so that way you can hear exactly how that sounded like. And again, this is uh, DeSantis surrounded by, uh, I mean, there a lot of people there. Uh, some, I'm sure he, some of them are his supporters, but a lot of them um, were supporting Trump. So let me share my screen here real quick. I mean, and now I didn't see a video of DeSantis uh, followers doing this to Trump. Did you? I'm not saying it didn't no, happen, you'll never but, I didn't see see it, but I didn't see it. So, I mean, that, and I don't know. I, what, is, what, is, what do you think DeSantis is going to do? You think he's going to go the first couple uh, primaries and see how he does? Has to. Yeah. Has to. He has to go in. Yeah. He, he's all in now. 
he realized, I mean, he's fired his campaign manager. He's rebooted his campaign twice. He's got the donors. Honestly, what they're really going for, this is, and I, and I brought this up last time, what they're truly going for is Trump getting indicted in D.C. in January, right? Because if you think about it, the, uh, the indictment, I mean, the, the trial is supposed to be scheduled for eight, six to eight weeks, the first week of December, uh, January, which rolls right into the primary season, right? Iowa's, I think, in January, and then everything starts rolling from there. So from there, if he gets indicted in D.C. and he's found guilty, they're going to pull, they already have it set that they're going to pull him off the ballot, right? So that's what he's hoping to be that he's going to, I think that his campaign is hoping that they'll be able to come right up to the RNC and say, hey, he can't be the guy. He's indicted. He's off the ballot. We're going to lose. How can you have a free and fair election if the guy that's your, your winner, but see, how can you? This is, this, this is great. I, I get what you're saying, right? So he's counting on that. And, and this is why I, I like what Vivek did. On top of everything that we discussed last week on what he said, he went on and he challenged every Republican and said, if I get elected, Trump is pardoned for them to say that. Because they all know, they all know this is a witch hunt. Now, if they don't come out and say that, then they show their cards, that they're part of the same machine, right, Tim? Tim? Like, we both agree that this is, this is a, a, they're persecuting their political opponents. This is what this is. And so why would any, uh, look, as good as DeSantis is, I think on this issue, he needs to be very clear. Are you going to be part of, uh, part of the machine that allows this shit to happen? Or are you going to stand up against it? But see, none of them will do it because they don't have the guts. And it, for, to me, I don't like that, bro. You need it to have donors. The, exactly. Which, which again, it, those are the people who are, you're going to have to answer to. You're going to have to, you're going to owe them a favor. I hate that part of politics, bro. I don't like it because it's prone to corruption, just as we've seen right now today with the Bidens. Well, politics all over, politics at every level is, um, it's corrupt, right? Because in order to run, they made the system and they were smart. Politicians are smart. They made the system to where you need millions of dollars to run, even at a state level, right? Yeah. The people like Ed Durs can win every once in a while, but the odds of that happening is slim to none, right? Because think about it. You have to sit there in a district, walk, knock on every single door, take all your time. We work full time. Okay. And you can't do it. Let me, let me, okay. So see, we're, we're, we're talking layers here, Tim. Okay. It's, it's about name recognition, okay? And one thing that, that social media has done that has leveled the playing field Okay, you 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 first started talking about how Trump is a celebrity. I give you that. The, no publicity is the bad publicity. If people aren't saying your name and people don't remember who you are, they're not going to remember you at the ballot. It's just the, the way that it is. So it's name recognition. Now, uh, th there was a guy who came out with a song, and everybody was posting it. Right? You saw that. Now that guy within three days, within three days, he he now is he, he's performing and he was performing in front of that looked like at least two thousand people in that in that little area that they were there doing and in, <clears throat> within within three days four days but he had it already scheduled right so he he yeah. he's like a local right, but because venue. he blew up everyone wants to see him <laughs> exactly so that place is now packed which is to my point that I'm trying to say is that social media TikTok has kind of leveled the playing field and they understand this so but while I'm with you that going door to door and doing that sure that's part of that way and that's why you know we love what's his name um 
who's always uh, going out and, and knocking on doors and doing all that stuff. Oh, Scott Pressler. Scott Pressler. That's why he, he he does a great job. So I'm not I'm not diminishing that uh, that effort, and uh, obviously that's necessary. But I think that is a uh, that is a piece to it because you can go door to door all day. But if nobody recognizes your name, you're really, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, of it's course. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's a, that would have been in the combination. past. That, that would have been in the past where you don't, we don't have the, this type of media in this, you know, where things just go viral now. Okay. So with that being said, I think that, uh, a DeSantis needing voters or needing, um, money from wherever he needs money from to be able to run, uh, I, I see your point, but in, in my opinion, uh, it's, it's kind of, you're selling your soul. You're selling your soul for, uh, to contradict your, your beliefs, because I b- truly believe that DeSantis knows that this is a witch hunt. This is a witch hunt. Everybody knows it. Every conservative knows it, but he's to your point, he's thinking strategically and he says, well, I can't come out uh, against or, or say this outrightly because I will lose the support. But then you, again, you're selling your soul to the devil. Because these are the same people that then are going to demand of you to, hey, you know what, maybe we can just put this uh, into this bill and you can pass it and you can, I can get money for this cause or that cause. Which again is the, is the very system that we all hate. It's, it's this corrupt wheel that just continually gives to those who, who invest in it. This is what this is. It's money back to the people who invested in it. And it's this big old wheel. And who gets screwed is the American people. Now, I'm with you. Vivek could be a dark horse. I've heard every criticism about him from every everybody, right? I can see that happening. I, I understand it. However, however, this is a strategic, it, it is a strategic move if if that's what he is, because he's saying a lot of the right things. Why won't why won't the candidates come out and say, hey guys, this is wrong. This is political per- persecution and it should end. And if I get elected, then you know what will happen is if Trump does get indicted, then the pe- the people who came out in support of Trump first, they'll have those Trump loyal loyalists, and they'll be like, "Hey, you know what? This guy stood up against this, so I can support him." If if it were to happen to Trump, a Trump supporter is voting Trump, yeah, whether he's on the ballot or not. Exactly. So eventually, what's going to happen is. Vi- vi- Vivek is auditioning for VP or somebody in the cabinet, economic, all that. He he knows he ain't getting in there, right? This is this is Trump's race. Yeah, you throw your name in there. A lot of these people throw their names in to take votes away from people. And Vivek is actually taking votes away from DeSantis. He's not losing against Trump, right? He's not, it's not like he's gaining votes, you know, gaining percentages in the polls up against Trump. He's gaining on DeSantis. And that's the point of Vivek, right? People like him. The Pence's, they take a little one, two percent. They get that little never Trumper, you know, thing that don't like Trump or DeSantis. And, you know, the Tim Scotts, they get that, right? They get their little BS voters, the McConnells, right? But overall, Vivek's in there to take votes away from DeSantis. Vivek will become part of the Trump campaign after the primary. Because here's the thing. Trump goes out and wins Iowa one and then the New Hampshire set. You know, like once he wins a couple of these, it's a wrap. Because then it's like your path to the primary. And at that point, you're hoping that he does get indicted, he gets thrown in jail, and that you can swoop in and go to the RNC, say, look, I got a shitload of money. These are all your donors. This is the plan. We're going to make it happen. And the RNC goes, you know what? They're right. We're going to put our money behind him. Right. I mean, because they're doing absolutely nothing. You know, I I hate this newsflash of social media and everything. Republicans aren't good at it because everything, you know, think about 
you know, the most important thing for every conservative used to run on abortion, pro-life, right? The pro-life movement, we're going to protect the right to life. Where the hell is the R- where the hell is every Republican and RNC and every donor been for the last two years, uh, for the last year and a half, where abortion's been on the ballot and it's won every time in Kansas. It just won in Ohio. Where, where is all this? You grifted on this for years saying we're going to be pro-life and we're protected. Now you got an opportunity at the state level. Yeah, no, you, you, because you're taking the stance now. This is too extreme. Six weeks, 100% ban. No, 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 no. We want that moderate, you know, of 13 weeks, rape, incest, whatever, first trimester, what, the way it was. We want to go back to the way the Democrats had it because that was a good system. We were able to campaign off it. But now you go too far this way. There's are a lot of, there are conservatives, that moderate conservative that lean more to the left on that, on those social things. So when they start hearing abortion get, going too far to the right, they go, wait a minute here. We like that medium. Because it, it made sense. It logically made sense. But now everyone's going too far. And now it's winning everywhere. Abortion's being written into the state constitutions that you can abort babies. So you're losing. And, and they're not unified because the grassroots is doing a lot of work. But then up here, the, you know, the, the people with the money and the donors, they're like, fuck the grassroots. We don't want you. We want to run the show, not you. There you go. Right. right. It, it, it's an uphill battle, bro. Yeah, no, and and I mean, but this is something that's uh, it's it's a long history of of politics, right? And we understand that, and I think that's why a um, somebody like a like a Trump, a populist like that, has the opportunity, in my opinion, to to break that system because he wasn't beholden to that system, and that's why that's why he was doing so great. And, that, and to me, a DeSantis, especially the way he's running it, I can tell that he's not running it independently he, he's being he's being told hey this is what you're going to do and, and he's doing that right and so i, I can see that the, obviously he's already beholden to the people who who are donating to his campaign which is sad to see because uh, again he has handlers i mean the the things that we criticize the the democrats for is the same thing that that DeSantis is is now right they, they, he's got a handler somebody somebody is telling him well you can't say that you can't do this don't go there don't touch this topic whereas if you look at trump that guy talks for like an hour and a half Talks about every topic, the latest conversation, his cases. He's talking about everything, dude. No, doesn't hold back. People love that. I love that. I love that, bro. I, 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 I don't want a guy who's like freaking cookie cutter anymore, dude. We've done cookie cutter, and look what it, where it's gotten us. It's gone into gotten us into all these wars, unnecessary spending. You know, with the growth of government. Sure, it was slower, but it still grew. All right. And the only guy who was going in and cutting shit, and he was. Because he said, for every law that we pass, we're going to cut five or whatever he said. Remember that shit? And he was, they were doing mm-hmm. it. So, so this is why I, you know, any, any person who says, well, I, I, I believe in conservative values. I just don't like how Trump talks. I don't give a shit. I don't care. Honestly, I, I'm to that point. Cover your ears. Process, it's about policy. Who has the best policies, right? And actions, the only policy. Right. But honestly, but this is the problem. This is the problem. And the, you know what? The Democrats are going to fucking run on this too when he wins. Outside of the steel and everything. They're going to run on his COVID nonsense, right? Because they're going to be like, the guy that, that, that says for, he's for freedom, he locked that. He, he was all about, but they're going to roll reverse it on him. And they're going to make everybody forget that they were the ones that locked down and did all this shit. This is their plan. This is their plan. That they're going to throw that in his face because his, every great thing he did, Every great thing he did as president, 
has all been forgotten. People have forgotten almost everything because of COVID, because of the Fauci shit and the Operation Warp Speed and him well, bragging about uh, it. I mean, but if you look at it now, Tim, I mean, he, the, he really was going against the machine. It, it was a whole machine, dude. Everything. Absolutely. The media, the intelligence agencies, uh, it, it, all, all of this, dude, it, the, the state government, everybody was against this man. And so, of course, now, even in, in I, to this day, I will continue to say, even despite that huge machine that went against them, he won. He won at the polls. And so then at the end, they had to cheat. And, Absolutely. And, and that's why they cheated. And, and I don't think they've stopped. And so this is why, like, I, you know, I, I, I respect, you know, the Jenna Ellis's of the world who, you know, wanted Santa's because they feel that the Santa's could win. I, I think you're, you're delusional. You're delusional because, uh, you know, you think that they're not going to do that to your guy. They're going to do it to him and they're going to make DeSantis unelectable because why? Because he's this, he's that, he's a racist, he's a homophobic, he did this. They're going to paint him with every brush that they're painting Trump with. They're going to take him to trial. They're going to take him to court. They're going to accuse him of corruption and they're going to go. If, if these guys, that's why I like what Vivek did. If you guys don't stand up and talk against the, uh, the atrocity that's happening, the illegality of what the Democrats are doing right now, if you don't talk against this with full force, I'm sorry, but you're next. You're next. We are next. Right. And that's why I'm like, guys, if they go against this guy because of things that, it, how do you prove that the guy didn't think he won? There's no way to prove that. Like he had to have known, right? He had to have gone and, and checked everything and said, oh, look, I, I, I lost, but I'm going to lie and I'm going to try to. How do you prove that? You know what I'm saying? Like, so this is the dangerous ground that we go into when we entertain, in my opinion, the idea of a DeSantis coming in because he can save the day. I'm sorry, dude. It's, it's, we're delusional. Uh, they did it. They did it to George Bush. They did it to um, John McCain. They did it to Mitt Romney, dude. A fucking choir boy. That guy was like, had nothing, nothing on, on his record. And you know why they lost? You want to know why they all lost? Well, Bush won. But you know why the other two lost? Because they apologized. They didn't double down. See, the one thing I, I, I the, the reason why Trump has been able to keep his base forever, he hasn't apologized. He hasn't He'll never apologize for Operation Warp Speed. He'll never apologize for Fauci. Because you know what he's going to say? Because, you know, it, look, we all can sit back and criticize, right? How many times have you criticized your manager at work and everything else, right? My boss doesn't know what he's doing, blah, blah, blah. We've all been there, done that, said that, right? But you don't know, like, what goes on above and above and above, right? It's really hard just to say, you know what? You're fired. You're in the government. You know, you have a full-time job. You know what I mean? It, there's so much craziness that goes on, and it's easy to say now, like, well, I would have fired him. No, you yeah. wouldn't have. You wouldn't have, because the same people that were in Trump's ear would have been in your ear and you would have still let it go, because that's what happens. You know what I mean? Because you're not thinking that this guy's trying to be the evil, you know, Dr. Evil. You know what I mean? Like, you would think by that point, somebody would have seen it. But dude, yeah, did he get played? Maybe, you know, yeah, he got played. But in his mind, he, was, he had the, the best people at the time to do the job, right? That's what you want. You want the best. And then they all, but they were part of the problem too, backstabbing him and doing everything. Look, people can say he, he wasn't competent, dude. It, you're, you're in the middle of chaos. Everybody was in his ear. 
You have you have to make decisions for 350 million people, not just conservatives. I'm sorry. When, when you're an elected official, and this is what people need to understand, you do represent everybody. The president represents everybody in this country. You're the 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 Congress. They elect, you know, yeah, they have their stints, but really it's like everybody turns their back on their voters, like they like the actual people. Take the the blue red out of the way. They just forget about the people, right? They just don't oh, fuck it. I'm in Washington. I do what I want to do now. It's tough, bro. It, it, this is it's not easy. It, it, I want to see anybody be president. I think Trump at that time president. believed Fauci. I think he believed the experts. I think he really did. I think he they he, they sat in they looked at him in the face and they said, yeah, this is we're very certain mm-hmm. that this is, and so he believed it. And so believing that, he's like, well, of course we're gonna have to take do stringent things in order to get this under control. And, uh, and, you know, the, uh, giving the pharmaceutical companies uh, the ability to roll out these, th- this medication that in the end wasn't really, I mean, th- was it effective or is it causing even more problems? And were they even, were they the ones even involved in this whole fucking, this is the whole thing about, you know what I mean? This is this, this fucking weird. Now, I'm with you, like it, hindsight is 2020. We all play Monday night quarterback. I get it. We're all, we're, we're all saying I would have done it differently. I would have actually, I wouldn't know. I don't think we would have. I, I think, especially at the way that he stood up against a lot of the, a lot of those people, generals who wanted him to, you know, freaking go to war and continue. wars. just like, no guys, what the, what the, no, we, we need to create peace and I'm going to go shake this guy's hand because guess what? Uh, it, the world is a better place when we're not at each other's throat and trying to, and you know, anyway, so he had, he had a different approach and they hated him because of that. And I think that that's when he signed his metaphorical death, you know, uh, certificate there or death sentence because uh, he went against that that uh, industrial you know every industrial complex the medical industrial complex the military industrial complex he went against all of that shit and, and even the government itself and I think that's when you know and against the intelligence agencies when we when he criticized them after they go in for uh, after him for Russia they realized hey shit we have somebody here who who uh, you know is about to uh, uncover everything and they panicked. And that's what it was. So, so given all that, I, I, I think a lot of the Trump supporters give him leeway because I don't think any of them was, any one of us would have done any better thinking that the experts are telling us we believe to be true, right? And if everybody else is saying the same thing. So I, I again, I think he made the wrong choice, but again, I'm not in his position. To your point, he's making decisions for three, 300 some million Americans. And, uh, and if that's his only flaw, okay, okay. And, you know, it could be his Achilles heel that caused him to lose the election. Sure. I think he won. Uh, but, you know, it could have been a, a, even more of a landslide. Sure. Um, but I think more, that's more of a reason for him to be on. Now, I did want to move on to uh, talking about political correctness that you were saying, you know, a lot of the voters support him because he, he has a, a backbone. And, and one particular instance here, a lot of celebrities are now realizing the the craziness of the left and how they're pushing their political agenda specifically that whole lgbtq um stuff right and and transitioning young children and all this crap so neil comes out in an interview now i don't know what the what the who this tv or podcast is but i'm going to play a little bit of what he said if your little boy comes to you and says daddy i want to be a girl and you just let him rock with that you just let right He's five. Right. And where did he get that if from? If you let this five-year-old boy decide to eat candy all day, he's going to do that. Exactly. Like, when, when did it become a good idea to let a five-year-old, let a six-year-old, let a 12-year-old make a life-changing decision for themselves? 
Right. When did that happen? Right. Like, I don't, I don't understand that. I, I, just, I don't get that. I and get to that. medicate. Right. So, so then that's, that's what he said, right? So he comes out and, and is just questioning this whole idea that we as a society are not going to tell, allow children to decide for themselves, you know, what, what sex they're going to be and, and what you like, you don't, and he's like, you don't even allow kids to choose to eat candy all day. Why would we, you know, at, at what point? Anyways, so obviously this goes viral and then, the, you know, the, the, that particular, the rainbow community comes out and is up in arms about this and tries to get some canceled. Now, from what I understand, Tim, now you, you explain, uh, let me know if I'm missing something here. Apparently his, his PR person, right, comes out and tweets an apology. And, uh, and to, just to summarize, I, I, I don't have it in front of me, but uh, apparently the, the apology was, he says, hey, look, I didn't mean to offend anybody. You know, if I did, I, whatever, you know, that's not what I meant to do, blah, blah, I'm, I'm going to learn more. I need to educate myself on this. And I, did I miss anything? Like, it, it, that was just it, right? Yeah, the typical, yeah, the typical, you know, typical anti-cancel message to show that you're going to be re-educated. Right, exactly. Like, re- well, bu- the, bullsh- the bullshit response from a publicist. Right, right. Okay, so then, so then, shortly after, I, I, uh, when you sent me that, that video, I was like, oh, see, there it is. I, I knew this shit was going to happen, right? I thought, oh, okay, here we go. Now, he comes out with another video. <laughs> and on this video, uh, I want to, I, I, and I want to know what you guys' opinion think. Did, is this really bad? Uh, did, did he stand his ground on what he initially said, or do you think this is uh, some way of him to kind of getting best of both worlds? So let me play what he said. This is something I feel very strongly on, and I need y'all to hear this from the horse's mouth, not the publicist's computer. So check this out. First and foremost, I do not apologize for having an opinion on this matter. I am a 43-year-old heterosexual man raising five boys and two girls, okay? That's my reality. Now, if my opinion mm-hmm. offended somebody, yeah, sure, I apologize for you being offended because that wasn't my intention. My intention is never to offend anybody. However, I'm entitled to feel how I feel. I'm absolutely entitled to feel how I feel the same way you are entitled to feel how you feel. If I get canceled for this, then you know what? Maybe this is a world where they don't need a Neo no more. All right. And I got no problem with that. I'm a hustler. All right? I'll figure it out. I love that. I, I love that. <laughs> now, so what do you Best think, Tim? That's the right answer. That is the right answer. You see, and then I want to hear what Samantha has to say on this too. Yeah. So I, I personally feel that's the right answer because you're, you're allowed to have an opinion in America, right? Just because you're a celebrity. You don't have to apologize to everybody. If you feel that's how you feel, now if the L- the LMNOP people don't want to buy your music, don't fucking buy it. If the if the if the crazy white liberal bitch in suburbia drinking her wine, who's a piece of shit anyway, doesn't want to, well, so be it. But you know what? You probably just gain more people than you lost. And you know what else? It's like. It, it, like there's other people that have done like really, you know, sketchy things. <clears throat> R. Kelly. Um, and people still buy their music. Or and these music. people are not up or yeah, are not up in arms about it. So yeah, I think Neil will be okay. Yeah. And I think, like you said, I think he got a different group of followers if he didn't have it before. And I think he absolutely is on point on time. I love that he came on top after and he was like and spelled it out. He was like, those are publicist words. Hear it from my mouth. This is Neil. I'm telling you what I think. And me having an opinion is okay. And he acknowledged that like, if you were offended by that, I apologize if you were offended, but that doesn't change how I feel. And it doesn't change that I should feel a different way. I think he hit on all those points. We didn't even listen to the whole thing. And so, um, you know, 
amen to that, especially in Hollywood, when you're in fear of being canceled and fear of your money. I love his app, his position of being like, I'm going to be fine. Like I'll figure something else out. I'm a hustler using his own stuff. Like that was great. That's such a great point, Samantha, because I think, see, um, I recently saw this video. Uh, I think you guys have seen this before, how how, uh, quickly people adapt to the group. And it was this, it was this experiment. Uh, A girl walks into a room, there's 12 people in there and it's a waiting room for like a medical, whatever. And she walks in, Again, this was like a experiment or whatever. Walks in and every like few minutes, a beep goes off and everybody stands up for like a second and they <clears> to sit down, right? I don't know if you guys have seen this video. This girl mm-hmm. walks in, right? And she's like the, the one that they're doing this experiment on. And uh, so she sees this a couple times and she's like weirded out by it. But then eventually she, you know, joins the group. She, she starts getting up for no reason and sitting down every few minutes, right? So slowly the, you know, the people are being brought in to see whatever the doctor and then they leave. Right. So slowly they're, they're, they're pulling everybody out and they're, you know, other people come in or whatever. Eventually it's just her by herself in the, in that room. And now the beep goes off. And the question is, is she going to stand up or is she going to sit down? Or is she, they, they, they said she got up and she sat back down by herself oh, in the room. Wow. Now somebody else then walks in, complete stranger walks in now and, uh, the beep goes off. She gets up, sits down. The guy sees her do it one time. And then the second time he asks her, what are you doing? Like, why, why, are, you, why are you doing that? And she's like, I don't know. Everybody was doing it. And, and so then he's like, oh, okay. So then they're both now here in this routine that they don't know why they're doing it. They just, because people were doing it, they adapted to it. Wow. And so this is a great lesson on how we human beings are very much, uh, you know, we adapt to community because that's how we survive. If you look at how, whatever, if you believe in evolution, how uh, we had to be part of a pack in order to survive. And so you will get the customs and traditions and all that. Now, the point I'm trying to make with Neil here is that in Hollywood, there is a, there is a certain way of doing things. People are scared to speak out to your point. People get canceled. Here's a Neil, a guy who says, who says, no, I'm not going to bow down. I'm not going to stand up and sit down when a beep goes off. I'm going to be my own person. And in my opinion, that gives courage to the next person who was probably thinking about it and saying, hey, guys, this standing up and sitting down is stupid. But now I see somebody else who's saying that and now I have the courage. And I think it open, only opens the door for people to finally come standing up and, and say, no, this is we're done with this shit. Kids, really children choosing what, what uh, gender they're going to be and then mutilating kids. Fuck you. No, this is wrong. I'm not going to stand up and sit down. Well, I mean, they're trying to remove common sense from everybody, yeah. right? They want group think, my think, my idea is more popular than everybody's when everybody knows. If you put, again, if you line a hundred, if you line a hundred people up and say, hey, we're going to cut a five, uh, we're going to let a five-year-old decide to cut his balls off and become a girl. You know what they'll say? Why are you crazy? You know, if they're, if they're in a safe place, right, where they're not on, you know, 99% of people will say you're crazy, right? That's will never happen. You get that 1% be like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And, and you have to look at those people like you're, you, you're not, you're the fringe. Common sense says this is bad. But when everybody starts going in lockstep for it, that means it's, it's a herd mentality, right? And that's what I was going to go back, not to go back to the complete subject. But when the conversation we were having before about both sides and the way they are, people are forgetting it. Like everyone's becoming groupthink instead of just going, hey, I can 
if I want to support this person or I want to support this person, it's okay. I'm not an evil person. They align more to my value, whatever, how I feel. That's it. But when you start attacking everybody over your political ideology on the same side, just a different guy, or this shit, you're allowing, you're taking away people having an opinion. And that is the whole purpose of it. That's what makes America great is that, you know, not just a free, you know, we're, we're the idea of we all can have a voice and, and an opinion, right? It doesn't have to be the most popular opinion, but you're allowed to have an opinion, whether people like it or not. That's what makes America great that I can say, you know what? I don't like that fucking shirt that you're wearing. And you're like, well, I love it. But, I love it. Okay, I doesn't mean I'm an ad, but, but you know what I mean? But like, we're allowed to have those arguments and, and different opinions. But now, yeah. if, if it's not what the opinion that everybody likes or the most popular opinion, well, I control everything. So screw you. We're going to debank you. We're going to do this. that. Now they've politicized your opinion. And now they want to take you have that voice away from you. Yeah. And uh, bringing it back to the, um, obviously the issue, which to your point, it's very common sense. Why, why would we allow a child to choose, right? Their sex. They don't, children are not developed. You know what I mean? Like this exactly. Is- and they're not even developed for a long time. And I'm like, I don't know. You kind of said it before. I don't know if he said it or you were just saying that like, yeah, like if you let a child decide, like they're going to have candy every day, it's not good for them. If you, you have to, you're, you're teaching them, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you go to bed at a certain time and like exercise your body and like, you have to get them to brush their teeth, like, and brush their hair else. They won't do it. You know what I mean? Like, so you're having to teach these things and they realize, oh, this is what it means to take care of my body. And this is what it means to like have good hygiene. And this is, you know, how I feel feel my body. So like, I feel good and have energy and I'm not, you know, lethargic and all those things. Like as a kid, you're doing, you get them in sports and let them try everything because they don't know what they're good at. They're new to this planet. And like, you're going to sit there and let them make a decision that do they get to have tattoos when they're five? Do they get to, you know what I mean? Like do they get to smoke when they're five? Like you're giving them a decision that should be way, 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 way later in life. If that's where you're at. One thing that I want, I did want to talk about was that I think the biggest Art uh, uh, or case against allowing children to do this is children who have already gone through that and now yes. are regretting it, and they're called detransitioners. And I want to show you guys this video. Uh, and he ad- he she addresses this exact point, dude. And and I think is this is a great reason. Uh, if there is a voice that we should listen to when it comes to this, it's people who have gone through this and now regret it or wish that they. Uh, were stopped. So let me play this video. It's important to remember that only telling someone yes and telling someone yes, you're valid and only affirming them and only saying yes is not an act of love. That's not what love is. Love is not giving in to every whim and only saying yes. Love is putting up those boundaries and saying no and having to keep someone safe even when they might be upset at you for it. Because only saying yes and only going down one path and only affirming isn't love, it's enabling. And I feel like that's just something that parents need to understand with this. That's it. To me, I, I like listening to that because it is important. And these are the people who, again, were, were told to, they were affirmed. And, and now in this, this person is going through a detransitioning because obviously there's regrets when it comes to this. 
And and she wishes or, you know, he wishes that there were adults who had come in and said, well, you know what, you're, you're not fully developed yet to to know and to understand this, because, again, kids don't know. You know how many mood swings kids go through and, you know, like it, it's I mean, yeah. think of it, even juvenile delinquent, right? Like those detention centers, like there's a reason you're not with the general population. There's a reason why they say, oh, from, you know. I don't know what the youngest child is in there, but then like you're in a separate section because you don't have the frontal lobe development to say, hey, you can make decisions. Also, they believe that as because you are growing and things still happen, that you have a higher percentage to be rehabilitated from these, you know, uh, types of behaviors that you can come out of it in the right environment and with, you know, proper coping skills. And a lot of the things that happen to people, um, are from traumatic events. And we have to remember that a traumatic event for you and me will be different, but that does not discredit that it's traumatic. And that could be from like anywhere from, you know, a crime someone sees, whether it be a mugging attack, uh, an accident they were in or seeing the same thing with, um, you know, like a murder to abuse or um, sexual abuse, whether you had to see it, watch it, it happened to you. All these different things are types of trauma that happen that then take yourself, if you're, you're, um, you know, if you don't have coping mechanisms, that's when you've got different, you know, mental disorders can come into play. But outside of that, I mean, it, it it's, it's, there's, I mean, I don't want to say, I don't have the like statistics on it, but, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that a lot of the scenarios where people are in these types of, um, you know, the LGP people, right. The L, you know, whatever, you know, the mm-hmm. letters, um, what is, what does Dave Chabelle say? Alphabet people? Is that what it? Or is that? <laughs> yeah, I call it the elemental people. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that like something happened to them, something happened and whether, and, and so that's, what's, um, really un- unfortunate about it. Uh, and then that those, they weren't then given support to work that through. Cause they probably didn't tell anybody in X, Y, and Z. Um, and now it's just something that now hurt people, hurt people. Right. So you might not even associate it with hurt or you might, and now you're doing the same thing because that's all, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I think us also, um, yes, there, there's a portion of that, but then there's also the portion of, you know, these people are celebrated. Mm-hmm. Like, like they get, mm-hmm. they get a whole month dedicated to them. And I, and I imagine, and I imagine a child, yeah. And I imagine a child who, who's a misfit who's like right. not or, or like who's an outcast or whatever or who needs who needs yes. that approval it's like oh this uh, if i'm a part of this group then i get celebrated yeah, i mean like they think about you know kids growing up i mean this is this, this is normal it's like you want to fit in or you want to be celebrated here's an opportunity and i'm and, pansexual i'm whatever and right. like, but now think about it but now let's take it you're to treated this level. special and right. all these things exactly 100 now let, let's think about this right Think about this. A lot of, I don't know if you've been paying attention. A lot of these detransitioners are now suing the hospitals and doctors that did this because Good. they didn't give them the right therapy. Good. So you're starting to see those lawsuits come out. So it's going to be interesting to see what comes out of that. Now, the second thing is, why, do, why, is it, why do you think they're so keen on this, this transitioning little boy? It, it, see, little, little children, but specifically, it seems more little boys than anything. Okay. They want to turn these boys into girls for some strange reason. But to me, I go, okay, guess what? If you're trying to 
Ed Nambler or whatever that fucking acronym is. Instead of pedophilia, you're calling it a minor attractive person, right? Mm-hmm. Nambler. Map. You're trying to add that, yeah, that, that into the LGBT fucking flag in that mm, color. No. Well, I mean, the best way to do that is, well, if kids now have, if they can make decisions on themselves about changing their sex, that means they can go fuck whoever they want. Okay. That's where my brain goes, right? That they're trying to, they're trying to normalize young kids making decisions so that adults can get what they want out of them. Okay. This is why you see the drag shows and everything. I mean, it's all right in front of you. I mean, maybe it's conspiracy or maybe, maybe nobody cares and they just want to transition kids. Right. But the other thing is when it comes down to children is when are you going to let, what's next for these children? What's next? Okay. You can transition yourself. Like you said, now, can they vote at five? No. Can they get a license at five? No. Can they drink at five? No. But you're, but you're mature enough to say, I want to cut my dick off, or I want to exactly. cut my, t- or I want to uh, get my, get the, the breast surgery. The hormone. Well, yeah, the hormone, you know, and, yet, get, and get them yeah. ripped out. You know what I mean? And get well, the tissues. Oh. You know what I mean? They can cut that out as a young kid. No, I don't. I don't. I think it's yeah, they the. Do. They, they do. do. Yeah, they, they cut out the memory that's glands. What that's what it's, it's moving towards, Samantha. Oh, like, wow. yeah. Like so there's a lot that. of weirdness to this. They like they try to normalize, normalize the clothes, normalize this. Uh, Hollywood's normalizing it, right? So everybody thinks it's normal, but it's not. Majority of the world does not believe that this is okay. Well, what I want to say is, um, and I think Jules talked about this in a, on a on a previous episode. In, in, and um, what it was is like, like if you were, if you were somebody who was attracted to, uh, if you're a, bo- a man who was attracted to a man or a boy attracted to a boy, um. In the past, you didn't have to transition, right? You could you you could remain male, right? Now, what they're trying to do, and and I think she mentioned it, this before, was now you cannot remain a boy and be attracted to a boy. You have to transition to being a female in order to be have attraction to to a boy. And so this is the the move, right? They're 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 cloaking it under that. Whereas before, it's like, well, no, this in the past he would have been just considered a you know a, a gay right that's it and now it's mutilation and i think i would add tim that another reason to do this is to emasculate society because in a society that's emasculated will not fight they will not fight to overturn those who are in power so i believe that this is again a it's layered here but this is just another level of this and and i think the way to fight back is parents who have children in the public school system need to find a way to remove them. Um, but you know, this is, this is completely orchestrated. The fact that both parents need to work in order to be able to afford anything now makes it very difficult. So this is, there's, uh, this has been planned out for a long time. This, this overtaking of America and removing women from being able to raise their own child and let somebody else, a stranger who, who more than likely Government. doesn't care, doesn't care how your kid grows up. Guess what? Because they're not going to take care of them. They don't care. I don't care how good a teacher is, how well-meaning they are. At the end of the day, everybody's out here collecting a check, folks. I'm sorry. And you, if you're telling me that a teacher is going to love 500, 1,000 children who are going to go through her doors, it's impossible. No human is capable of loving that many people. It's just not. And so we, we, we fill our minds with ideas that, oh, no, this teacher who is well-meaning, sure, maybe one, two, but there's going to be a lot of them there. We're just collecting a check, folks, and we're we're leaving our kids to be raised by people who don't care. And so this is the problem with with a lot of what's happening today, the the economic crisis we're having by 
now too, both parents have to work in order and no, and no longer is the parent who would have been invested and wanted their child to have good values, to be brought up by, you know, with good morals. All that is gone now. Now we leave it to a teacher who's going to inculcate this kid and fill this kid's mind with, hey, you might not be a boy after all. You could possibly be, a, a, you know, any pick five, 500 of the sexes that it is right now. Imagine, we won't imagine, tell your the, imagine, in, 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 yeah, go ahead, Samantha. I was going to say, and that's why it's, you know, so important um, because, you know, lots of times both parents are working, as you said, that it's even, you know, you have to do everything you can to be involved. You have to like, you know, they have, for instance, like, oh, because um, we just had, you know, back to school and it was like, oh, please sign your permission for any, um, you know, for our anti-bullying videos or whatever videos that come out. And I was like, nope. And I was like, because they're like, well, you can review it. And I was like, yeah, I will review it. And then I will sign off that she can do it. But I'm not <laughs> signing a paper right now before I see it and just say, oh, yeah, you can come to the office. But like things like that also see in the curriculum as it comes through, like what are, you know, as you walk through the schools and on the walls, it will say certain stuff. And you're like, OK, let's you know what I mean? You have to be yeah. vigilant because. Yeah. Um, and then when those things happen, like what one, figure out what you can do. And two, like, what are, you know, it's like, are they just going to start going to Christian schools? I'm not sure. Right. Like, um, but there's definitely, you can't just sit back and say, oh, and I think this was even before, even when you were, unless you were at actual, like, um, you know, homeschooling, you could still be a mom at home and like your kids go off to school. But then again, you're probably really, really active in the PTA, really active in all that stuff. And to the point now that if you are working, you, you know, you still have to attend those meetings and you still have to do that after school. And what's crazy is that parent I, I, I think on the top hours. Of, oh, go ahead, Tim. Go ahead. I was going to say, you have to do that on top of going to work, putting in the effort. Plus you got to maintain your house, right? Because I mean, obviously, yes, if you have a partner, yeah, it's equal, but you know how it goes, right? You have to do all that plus this. It's two full-time jobs. Mm -hmm. It's two. And I understand they say, well, dad should be involved in everything. But from more of the maternal instincts, that's something that dad, you know, dad can be there. But there's certain things that you, moms usually trump dads. I'd be like, yeah, my kid's not fucking doing that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, that's the way it goes most of the time. But another quick point before you, I turn it back to you. Something else came out this week that's really interesting. A new poll came out that showed and this was almost even to a, a, a prelude to maybe even what we get to in a couple minutes about women having problems dating these days, right? Men are getting coming, uh, try, you know, fighting back. Uh, there, a new recent poll came out showing that high school boys are trending the highest ever towards conservatism, right? They're becoming more conservative, where the the females are actually trending more liberal. So now you have. You have a complete crash course going on where you got these conservative men that ain't that aren't, you know, having sex and they're leaning more towards that. And you have these liberal women that don't have guys because they become more. And these guys don't want to be around these girls. So now you're creating more of a populist movement here with these younger boys. So now they start realizing this going, shit, we got to get these kids young now, because if we recreate if this generation, when they graduate, if they're more conservative, dude. We lost a generation. So we got to get that generation back. 
Right, so there's a, it's, it's a, a lot of weird. It's a it's it's that pendulum that continually yeah, swings. Yeah, they're right? trying to stop the pendulum it, it, it's, from. It's a rebellion that's happening against because yeah. now every teacher is liberal and every teacher is, and then you know boys are, boys are typically more logical, right? And so you listen to a teacher telling you, oh, it's a, your feelings in this, like what the, f-? no, and so then they go out and listen to say mm-hmm. you know like the 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 big conservatives that are out there like a you know Ben Shapiro or whatever like a. Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate, who's huge right now. And then you know, Jordan Peterson, he had his period as well. And so these guys, they're, they're blowing up. And they, I mean, I, I see it all over TikTok. And, and there's a growing divide that's happening. To your point, boys are becoming more conservative and, and they're fighting against that system. It's always been like that. Whereas w- women in general, I don't think women, women are more like, you know, uh, social creatures. They gather around each other and that's, they're focused on relationship stuff. And and in general, again, I'm speaking in general. Boys are thinking more about concepts and about things like that. So, but I think it it is it is going to add to the the crisis that's happening. And maybe we will move into that conversation. I did want to talk Elon uh, versus the censorship that that is happening. Maybe we'll leave that for another time because this this is this is one that can uh, it will continue because it, uh, I don't know if you heard Tim that he's he plans to pay for the legal fees of people who've been fired from their jobs. So. We'll leave that for another episode. We'll talk about that, but let's 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 do talk about this whole uh, uh, dating crisis that's happening since Samantha is here. Um, and I, I I wanted to play some videos for you guys because I know we talk about this uh, a lot um, in in the previous episodes that we've had. And uh, so we always talk about the that there is a a portion of men that get, are getting the majority of women. This is um, this has been the truth in history as well, right? Uh, there's a the top tier men, uh, you know, get the majority of the women where, and then the rest of the men, you know, they get each other, I guess. <laughs> so, but let me, let me, but let me play this video of women now who are posting on TikTok and, and what they're saying about, uh, well, let me first play this one because it, it, I'm going to correlate it. I'm going to correlate them all together. So this first one that I'm going to show you here is a woman says, uh, women don't need men, but men need women. So. Um, and I think I, 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 I want to approach this from a, you know, let's not bash women or glorify men. It's not that it's trying to understand what, what's happening in society as, as I'm witnessing a lot of this shit happening. So let's play this video. Oh, now this video is actually in Spanish. The reason I grabbed this one is because it's not only in this, in the English speaking world that this is happening. It's in, it's happening in the Western world happening in, uh, you know. So let me Even play South this. America. So, so he asks the girl, um, "Do women? Do we need men?" And Los necesitamos. Necessary, no, right? And so she, so he, he asks her, "Do women need men?" She's like, "No, we don't need them." And she's like, "Because women can do everything." She's like, "I've come ahead in my life without a man, even without a father." So therefore, I I don't think it's ne- a man are needed. So he's like, what about as it relates to civilizations? Do do we need men? She's like, well, maybe just for, to have kids. So she, he's like, so we can do it. So the, so the world can go on without men. A woman only, a world full of women. She's like, yep. She's like, it'd be incredible. Would that society prosper? 
He's like, well, we we won't be able to procreate, but it would be amazing. So he goes, it would end. So he so he goes. So he asks her, um, well, how would you create uh, cities? She's like, well, what do you mean? He's like, well, there's no men. How do you create cities? He's like, what do you mean? Like construction. He's like, I don't know. Like, you mean architecture? So she's like, well, there's uh, women architectures, and he's like, well, uh, for you know the sewer systems and and for those, you know, he started to mention the hard jobs, right? She's like, well, there could be women who could do that, and he's like, well, there could be, but there aren't. And so let me let me play the, another clip of this again because she, so she goes, well, all the cities are already made, so. So he's like, how are you going to maintain them? Toda la infraestructura. No, the sí. infrastructure. Porque tú dices que prosperaría. ¿Tú cómo te lo imaginas? ¿Crees que le pueden dar mantenimiento? Prosperaría. Yo siento que estaría. So she's like, well, I'm not saying it would prosper. I think it would survive. Increíble como vivir en puras mujeres. Pero no sé si se pudiera llegar a más. ¿A qué área te? So she's like, well, maybe it would be amazing with just women, but maybe it not, might not amount to anything more. Enfocarías porque van a hacer mucha falta albañiles, personas que se dedican. Yeah, so he then starts telling her, look, uh, these, there's a lot of necessary jobs that keep the infrastructure running. It's not just, you know what I mean? Like, anyway, so I, I okay, I'm going to, I'm showing you this video again. I, I can find num numerous videos of men speaking ignorantly. My point is not to, to do this. However, there is a prevailing thought and it's in Hollywood. It's everywhere because I always mention this, that woman who went on Hollywood, I forget her name, Barbara, whatever comes out on TV and she says a speech and she says, if women ruled the world, there would be no war. So it's this mentality, it's this prevailing mentality by the left, by women, feminism, that is, has this idea that men, that the world could survive without men. And in fact, it might be even better. And I oppose that idea. I, I don't say that men don't need women. I don't say that women don't need men. I think we both need each other. We both play a role. So yes. yeah, go ahead, Samantha. No, I was going to say, yes, we both play a role. And I think it's, um, you know, not just ignorant, but I think it's uh, like incredibly, uh, I don't even have the words that's just like misguided to think that, you know, either one would be very prosperous and, and thrive to the extent. It's one of those things where at a, at a certain level, there might be that, you know, when like someone leaves a job or something or leaves a team, you're like, you know, we're sad to see you go. Like, we'd be better with you, but we'll be fine without you kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. that kind of like sentiment yeah. that they're trying to say, but at the end of the day, it's about, it is about being like the most efficient. It is about thriving and it is about, um, having the best you can have. And you just can't without the other, like mm -hmm. women, like, you know what I mean? As in like, if God made man from the dust and then like women came from the rib, like we are connected and we are meant to you know, yeah. um, complement each other. Like the sexes are meant to complement each other. We are different for a reason. And that can cause some friction. Samantha, when there's Go ahead. You, you said something very important. And uh, sorry, Tim, uh, we might get a oh, little religious here. Uh, no, to Tim, because I know he, he oh. but, but uh, <laughs> the reason I, I I'm going to tell you this is because I know <clears throat> you're a believer, but think about it this way. So, so here is God. Uh, he created man. He, he could have created man. I mean, Adam was with God, right? Adam is walking with God, but he, God realized that that's not enough, that he needed to create for him a woman. 
think think about this. So he to, said he to was the, lonely. To, to the to exactly being with God, and so I love when Christians are like, "Oh, all I need is God," and I'm gonna, that's no. God even Bullshit. acknowledges this this part that you need somebody. Okay, and so uh, uh, this is again to elevate women and to humble men into letting them know, "Hey, listen, okay, you are will be lonely if you don't have this." Okay, so all these men who are like, "Ah, oh, now here, oh, I'll be, I'll survive." Sure, you you could. However, you're going to be like Adam. And so there, God created Eve for Adam because so that he would not be lonely. Okay, now to your point, the woman who says, oh, I'm independent, I'm independent. No, no. In fact, you were, you're supposed to be a compliment to your husband. And women, yeah. you know, like, oh, I'm independent. Okay, all right. And I, and I think it's if we, we, but we don't teach this anymore, right? We don't teach men that need, they need to value women that, that, that this is your solution to not being lonely. This is the truth. You need somebody well, who's going to be there for you and you need somebody. Okay. God understood this and, and women and men are now going their separate ways and that's bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Tim. <clears throat> well, and I think, and I think that that's their, that's what they want, right? Mm -hmm. They need division everywhere because look, Think about every, think about for the last 30, 40 years, right? Just think about music, right? Just think about music. Think about lyrics in, in a lot of songs. A lot of it's degradation of women, mm -hmm. right? It's about, you know, first it's about a guy, you know, guys doing, you know, you know, yeah. ski, 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 you know what I mean? Right. All that stuff. Now you have a lot of women, a lot of female songs coming out saying my wop, my, you know what I mean? And I don't need this. So, Eventually, if you're saying you don't need each other or you're degrading each other, why am I going to be with you? You don't have respect for each other, right? I talk a lot of shit, but one thing I always say, I said, I do respect women. You know what I mean? I, you know, I talk shit to my friends and whatnot, but you don't see me going up to every female, just grabbing her ass and smacking her in the face and all that shit and be like, oh, I can do what I want. You got to have respect, right? But it's also, you got to have respect for me too, right? It, it, it's a two-way street with everything. Right. If you disrespect somebody, you get disrespected back. But overall, don't say you're better and you don't need this, that, and a third. Right. Because okay. we all need each other. This is how this world exists. When you start, you know, we are, and people always forget, we are organisms of this world. Everybody has a thing. When you start getting rid of this and getting rid of that, you start messing with the whole ecological system. Now, when you have men and women, really confused about whether they're a man or a woman and they don't want to procreate with each other. And they're saying, Oh, a man can be a what? Like, dude, you're just, you're, you're going against science. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're using a mental thing, but you're destroying, it. you're eroding the foundation, right? Because now you're stripping away religion, right? Because man and women is a religious thing, not a science thing. Right. And you have that argument. They start stripping all that away. Now you have nothing binding each other except for they rebuild it and tell you what they want. That's how I see it. Right. This is this whole thing is about the breakdown of religion. And also, I think it's also a breakdown of Christianity of, you know, getting men and women to not well, agree with each other. And it's an alliance that, that's happening it with uh, on so many different levels, because. Yeah, I, I think the, destroying Christianity is a pivotal point in destroying the Western world. Destroying the Western world is pivotal in, in the advancement of the isms, the communism, socialism. And so ulti ultimately, this is what this is. Now, I want to continue on this point. All right. So I showed you this first video and it's in Spanish, but just to show you that the prevailing thought is not just the, an American thing. This is the Western world is, is suffering from this idea of uh, the feminist movement and this. I'm going to call it toxic femininity. 
Um, and, and again, there's both. There's toxic masculinity, there's toxic femininity, there's toxic people. Okay. I'm going to show you this video now, a uh, couple videos, and it's women. Um, now they are lamenting um, their, their single life, right? And there is, there, there is a finite amount of time for women. Uh, there is for men as well, but I think the, the, it's very uh, uh, distinct for, for women, right? If you're in your mid-30s, you, know, you start losing the ability to reproduce, and if there's a, an idea of having a family, you got to do all that stuff earlier on, right? And so now, let me play to you this this video uh, of women lamenting their single life. Guy, do you remember the British guy is dating someone? Yes. I definitely think that I will stay alone forever. My God, what to say? I don't know. I I don't know. What's the problem? I, <laughs> it's me or I, uh, I'm brilliant, I work a lot, I stay in shape, even if I'm 40 years old, I, I scare men, something like that, I don't understand, maybe I should just be less clever or less beautiful, something like that, to be able to have a boyfriend. And, um, it's another one. I've been crying all day because I got sad. I just, I like, I've been single my whole life. It's just too much. Like, it's too much. I can't do it anymore. There are some people out there who they don't, they're not interested in a relationship and they want to be by themselves. But like, that's not me. And that's never been me. I have always wanted to be in a relationship, even though I've never been in one. At a certain point, it gets like really sad doing things alone. Like everyone I know is in a relationship right now. I feel like I've always been alone and I don't want to be and I don't understand. A real woman? There's more of these. They want a hey, I would like a husband, please. Any <laughs> husband? Right. So obviously I, I'm not going to play all these. There's, there's a bunch of them, but I just wanted to give you guys an example of this is a lot of the TikToks and obviously uh, that, are, that are being posted out there. The point I want to make here is, um, and, and this is not um, women's fault. This is not only women's fault. This is, this is everybody's fault, but, but here we are. And, and the issue is that we're creating um, a, a, a system where both sexes are pulling away from each other. And the question is, why and how is this happening? Now, I saw this video. There's, there's this girl, uh, one of the girls that reacts. Uh, I told you guys that I watch people who react to movies, right? And there's this one girl in particular who she, oh, let me remove this. There's one girl in particular who, um, who does OnlyFans, okay? And um, in one of her recent reactions, she starts crying. And she's like, I want a family. I want somebody who's going to, you know, love me and take care of me and all this and all stuff. And, and, and all the while I'm thinking, that's going to be very hard for you because she looks like she's in her, you know, mid thirties. Um, and she does only fans. Um, it, it's like, you're setting yourself up to, for men not to take you seriously. You know, men will have sex with you, but a, a guy who's going to want to, date you long-term it, it, that your chances really go down, especially the older that you get. And, you know, obviously you have this stuff out there and this is something that society is not telling women. I think 
in fact, they're encouraging women. This is your liberation, your free sex, sexual freedom and all this and all that. Well, but it's a lot. Yeah, go ahead, Samantha. Well, I was about to sneeze. Um, you know, we talk about like, you know, this polarization or like that's happening where the sexes are not, you know, wanting to be together and why all these things are existing. And when we we touch on it and we make note of it, but it always comes back to it does. It comes back to religion. It comes back to the Bible and how far we're separated away from that. Um, that's the deterioration of what's happening because when uh, a woman and a man, they understand that balance or what the Bible is asking us to do, then when you're in alignment with that, the things that you have to do, or you're not, I don't want to say have to do, but the things that you, you, you do, um, make make more sense and like i'm a really big proponent of that because as you guys know through even the time that i've been on the show um being liberal being more liberal than probably most like everyone else on the show oh to yeah my conservatism uh, you know <laughs> my conservatism you and heidi has, um, has, has, has you know yeah. has changed and you know that's through life and i i know what i was thinking during those times, I understand segments of like these women saying certain things. Um, but I also, my eyes have been opened to, you know, like the rose covered glasses are off or the, the, the things that I, I now see and the reason why, because I, you know, we talked about this, I think privately or like in a conversation with, um, like for instance, say like the, like the abortion topic and how I was like, Nope, gotta be pro, you know, choice because a woman has to have that you know, say, and they need to be able to like, no one should control their bodies. And like, that was a big wrenching thing for me. because I don't want someone to control me or say this or that. Um, and how that has changed for me because of, you know, the Bible and my relationship with God and understanding that, um, you know, he has a purpose for each person. And when I've talked to some women and they're like, you know, these are people, you know, some people at church and like, you know, Christian women or whatever, um, that they're like, yeah, just that, that one part, because I think women, we hold on to these pieces of feeling like, you know, someone's controlling me and being in a controlled situation. And it's been negative, you know, um, whether that's, you know, boyfriends to maybe parents to, or you're controlled as a woman and told you have to be this way and that way. And I believe that it was the narrative on why it was done in the sense of I'm this person telling you, you should do this versus a whole, this is God. This is God's plan. This is what he is saying. He's actually free will. He's not telling you have to do it. He's saying, I'm going to forgive you for all your sins. But he is saying that if you live this way, if you choose to live by what I'm saying, you will have a more a better life, right? Like you will have less suffering. You'll have X, Y, and Z. Doesn't mean it won't be, there are not going to be challenging times or difficult times, but the things I have promised you, you will have. Um, And so Uh, I say it all the time. uh, Yeah, go ahead. I say it all the time. I said, you know, I said, I'm not the most religious person, but I said, when you start stripping away religion for, you know, religion from everybody, what is your moral compass? It's what they tell you your moral compass is. It's this stuff that doesn't make sense, that doesn't really align with your morals, but they tell you, this is what, if you don't believe in this, you're crazy and nobody wants to be the crazy person, right? I mean, and, 
and a, and a quick point because when we talk about a lot of this and a lot of the evils and all this, don't forget. Uh, don't, just remember, in Louisiana, they just they passed a law for porn sites, right? For specifically, Pornhub, but all porn sites. You actually had to put in your date of birth, right? That's it. You didn't ban it. You just had to put. You had to prove that you were 18 years old. You know that the amount of porn traffic is down like a thousand percent since they've done that. Simple. It's it, it, because it's like okay, well, if you if I have to put my age on there, I know it's wrong. So if I don't see it, and now my I start thinking differently, right? Now those evils are being taken away. Too many evils of society, right? And we all partake in a lot of them: going out, boozing, and drinking, and dancing. You know, all this not dancing, but but you know what I mean. Like we we put ourselves in a lot of in a lot of places that when you're sober, you know, when you're not fucked up. You're like, oh, all right, cool. I can stay at home. I'm not missing out on anything. I can think about, I can read the Bible. I have more time to do this, right? And I think the more and more evils they they put in front of you, it's easy. It's accessible, right? I can go on www.pornhub.com. Boom, done. Okay, that's how I think the real world is, right? This is how when you're a young kid and you're impressionable and you see that, oh, this is how every woman wants to right. have sex. It's not normal. But then you see enough people watching this and now they feel that it's normal to be treated that way, where it's not normal. It's not. It's not. And, you know, having your wife go and fuck some dude on camera for money, that's not real. No, no, no wife wants their man to say, oh, you know what? You can go fuck that dude and we'll make money off it. That, that's not reality. But they try to that's make it that it's <laughs> right. But they try to make that that's a reality. And it's not. They, they've, they've taken sexuality from the feminist movement. I want to be more, you know. And they've turned it into all this, like, it's my body, my choice, right? Yeah, yeah, it's my body, my choice. But, but then when things go wrong, all of a sudden, it's everybody else's problem. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it, I, it, I think, it's not right. I, I think to your guys' point is, um, I think it's very difficult to have a moral society without a society that has religious principles. And, and, and I think America was founded on religious mm. principles and and it lasted this long because America remained religious and it's still you know predominantly a majority mm -hmm. Christian right um, but it it has maintained this level of freedom and prosperity and, and all blessings I would call it uh, because for a long time that held truth but it's not sustainable. And when you have generations and generations of kids who are growing up without these uh, values that are being taught over and over again, all that is lost. And Samantha, you, you mentioned something earlier about uh, the, the natural instinct to uh, rebel against oppression, against what you perceived as being oppression from your parents, from, you know, uh, other boyfriends or whatever. And to the point that I was making earlier, that, that kind of uh, kind of uh, it's, it encloses it because parents were, were they meant well people meant well when they said well no you don't want to be doing this well you're not going to tell me what to do with my body well no you don't you don't want to go into these areas or you don't want to drink this much or you want to do you know you don't want to do these things um and society meant well your parents meant well but but uh, again the natural state of growing up and rebelling that you kind of try to push away from all that stuff and and I think parents did it in a way, if they were not religious, they did it in a way where they were just repeating. It's the same, you know, oh, get up. I don't know why we're doing it, but collectively as a society, we're doing, we fall, we're following these rules and, and, and things because it has worked for such a long time. And slowly, I think 
that's another aspect to this where it could be bad, where we start losing these things because we don't understand why we do them. Yes. Right. So you're, oh my gosh. All the way back around right. to jump to the, the dot, to this, to that. Cause you remember, think about back in like, let's say the fifties, if you were, if you, you know, there was premarital sex happening out there. And if that was happening, guess what? You, you got shotgun wedding because that was not going right. down. And whether it became because you didn't want your parents didn't, you know, want you to be the talk of the little town that you were like the hussy or whatever the situation was, what they, what they say and do, you didn't want your family to have that quote unquote shame. So it was like, we don't tell anybody you guys get married, but then everybody like, literally you have a kid before like your, you know, your, uh, first anniversary. It doesn't matter because you're married. And like that, you know, that push. And whenever that stopped, you know, I'm not sure, but like that didn't become a thing anymore. Like if you were having a baby, you had to get married and like men had to step up to do it. And so did women. Mm -hmm. Where did that break down? I mean, there's, you know, there's pieces that we see in history where these things got loosened up and where they were like, Nope, this is what we're doing. Um, and we lost the reason, like the whys, and it, and it, you know, it didn't come from, Oh, like this is what Jesus wants. It probably came from like, I said the whole like gossip, like we're not going to be the, you know, the foolish people in the town. Like this is what you have to do. And so you lost it. And so then it becomes, well, I don't care what you think anymore. Right. The, you know, so now there's, there's women there now who are, who, because they didn't protect their reputation because they haven't guarded again, a woman who's 40 years old, they probably lived the, uh, uh, you know, whatever successful went, went on and got, but she didn't learn what men valued. And so she thinks here, I'm, I'm a, I'm a high value woman, but those aren't the things that men value. You're already beyond your age. You've probably been ran through. I know you don't like that term. And you know what I mean? Like, and so men, are, that's not what men want. And so she was never told this. Whereas in the back, to your point, uh, you know, back in the day, women were told this, you know, you want to get married young because right now is the time where you can start your family. Now, there was a lot of things that uh, contributed to men and women having both to work. I always say this whole time, but so there's, there's things that are happening that I think we need to attack them on multiple fronts. Um, and, and you were going to say something typical. Everything comes down to balance. You know what I mean? Like, can, can you have two incomes and everybody working and a great family? Absolutely. Right. But everything comes down to balance. Right. And, 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 back to, work. It's right. Not and you have to put the work in. Right. See, and the yeah. problem is, you know, we all joke, you know, we use terms like ran through this, that, and the third. I I'm guilty of it too, because it's fun to do and piss everybody off. But the reality is, you know, a lot of this also stemmed from shaming people, telling a woman, you know, like the parent, you know, mom would tell their 23 year old kid back in the day, dude, you're getting old. Nobody wants you like that. That that that's a There's psychological right. to all of it. Right. There's psychological things. And then when it's like, fuck, I don't want to be, you know, but you also have to go back all the way to the back in the day. Right. Society always had a evil side right all through societies there's always been brothels and this and women you know guys have had women you know had women paying for sex and all this throughout life because men also have needs because men they they look and they feel like they're conquerors and when they see something they want they think they can get it right i mean that's just it's that's in a man's nature but now then they turn to the women you could do the same thing right so when you got and you know and again when you got everybody kind of like oh i could do what i want well checkmate because now you know what you're not going to do get together start a family and procreate, right? You're going to go this way. And now we get what we want. We get a, uh, a, a that's deep not actually what people want. That's right. the thing that no, no, I no, think is more interesting is that that's not actually what they want. Right. Now it's not that's that the they, point of the woman. Right. But the thing is not that they don't want it. It's just because they, 
when they're both going like this and like, you know what? I'm not, I'm going this way. You both and the people, you know, the people that uh, pulling the strings that like, I like to say they're getting what they want. People aren't getting together and getting married and having families. It's not deep depopulation and the amount of people being born in the world is down tremendously between here, China, everywhere. It's happening all over the world because of these ideologies. Right. And you know, you know me, I talk shit all the time, but it's true. Like, if a guy can't, if a if a man and a, if a man and a woman don't get together, you do not have people. There's no other way to do it. Yeah, you might be able to go in a test tube or something like that, but you still need sperm and you need an egg. If they're if they're stopped doing that, you know, it's not going to work. You're not going to have a society. Right. Right. It crumbles very quickly. You know, and then when you confuse the shit out of everybody, where you see a woman breastfeed, it none of it makes sense, what? and it always will come back to religion. And again, I'm not a religious person, but again, I always say I was born and raised Catholic, have the morals and everything, so I get it. Right. And that's how I've always been. Right. Yeah. I don't I'll go to church and, you know, say Hail Mary's every week. But, you know, I, I've been told to go fuck myself a few times, but I still have a lot of great, great friends because, you know what? Yeah, I could be a dick, but I'm not a piece of shit scumbag. Right. My for, my moral compass is why I believe I still have a lot of good friends because, yeah, I do say some outlandish shit. But you know what? Everybody knows I'm a pretty good guy because of all the the real shit well, not the shit that i say but like no but my actions and the things that i do you know what i yep. mean and i don't you know i don't sit there and go run people you know hurt people on purpose or doing you know you do the right thing and doing the right thing just they say that it's crazy now doing the right thing isn't doing the right thing anymore yeah all right ladies and gentlemen uh that's all the time we have thank you for joining us on this episode of the salty show uh find us on some of the social media platforms give us a follow hit the like button and share some of the content and we will catch you all next time bye See you later. Oh my God. Peace out, everybody.